Oh hey, didn't see you there. Welcome to episode number 13 of Secondary Fermentation, presented by East Carolina Beer Brewing. Episode 13, we are joined here by Nick and... I'm back! Lauren's back! Back again! Back again. Lauren! Lauren's she is back. back. Tell all your friends. Wow, that was sort of how the song goes, but... <laughs> uh, so what's the good news, Lauren? The good news is when I'm here... So that all the listeners can rejoice because I'm back. Um, two, the second thing that we, we should rejoice about is I have taste. Well, Mm-mm. maybe not in men. Yeah, I'd say, like, oh, wow. Ooh, that was a sick bird. I oh. like it. I don't, I don't usually burn Joe's, so that's really <laughs> that un- good. unexpected of me, I think. So you don't have taste and style, but Nick stole it. And I <laughs> threw it right in your face. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good, Nick. Well, I love like that Savage. Good job. good job. Take me to the burn, you yeah, know. I'm trying to get in Lauren's good graces because, you know, she's back. I'm kind of the reason that she probably was out of commission for a week and a half. We don't talk about it. I know, Nick. Keep your germs to yourself. I right? mean, who's to say? Can we confirm? Nor deny. That you were patient zero? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm smelling. I'm, my smelling's better. It's not, I wouldn't say 100%. My taste is still there, it's though. Not 100p. Not one hundred p, as the kids would say. Not the little hundred underline emoji that people. Uh, if I said my smelling use. and taste was one hundred p, that would be cap fam. <laughs> cap fam. Oh, you gassing me up, dog, with all the caps. <laughs> this is Wait, just to appeal to all of our young listeners. Oh yes. If, uh, I'm sorry, I'm an old fogey over here. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. It's like another language. <laughs> young, young generation. You, young. Wrecking mine, <laughs> Yeah. Gee Whitakers, that's a delicious stout there. Yeah, you can taste Lawrence. What are you tasting? What are you tasting? Why don't you share the news about your uh, current libation. Um, what is it that we're drinking? You can't taste it. Funny you should ask. Yeah, I can, but I was going to introduce what we're tasting before oh, I go into. Oh, it just has a prominent flavor that I thought would. So we well, yeah, jog your memory, but I guess you never Gizmo read the can. Gizmo peppermint stout. Gizmo, Gizmo Brewers. Brewer. Brewers. Brewers. <laughs> Brewers. <laughs> Brew works. Brewed in Raleigh. Raleigh. In Raleigh. You haven't had Gizmo until you've had Gizmo in Raleigh. Raleigh. Raleigh, North Carolina. Home of many a brewery, but uh, Gizmo Brew works there. Yep. They made this nice peppermint stout, which has a, you know, it's reminiscent of like those uh, little round peppermint candies. That's mm-hmm. what the can looks like. I think I saw on there 6.1% ABV. Correct. Do you have any SRM, IBUs, Well, not HPVs. on the can. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not those. HDMI's. <laughs> um, FYI. FPS. You know, for me, Gizmo, my introduction to Gizmo, I think, was their Honey Kolsch at mm-hmm. one of the beer festivals. Okay. Um, so it's kind of nice to see a completely different style from them. Yeah. Um, I think I've kind of equated gizmo to a lot of lighter beers i i'm like my memory i can't even remember the last gizmo beer that i had specifically but an ipa comes to mind um oh fake news fake news yes that's it fake news that's a new england that's pretty that one's actually yeah it's really good beekeeper honey wheat what i was thinking of actually it was not only cold it was honey wheat i was mistaken um fun fact that's the beer that i had sent to my friend to chug for uh, 
being a groomsman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, wait, fake news or the honey? Fake news. Fake oh, news. nice. It's not fake news. It was not a good chugging beer, so uh, this, but it's what I had on hand. <laughs> Did he chug it though? Uh, most he... of the way, he was like, okay. "Oh, that's a, that's a good beer. Too good to chug. <laughs> <laughs> Too good to yeah, I can't. Too good to chug. Just savor it." <laughs> Gizmo fake news. Too good to chug. Yes. Uh, just like this peppermint stout. This it's you know when you say peppermint stout you get a little afraid because you don't like don't want to have like Rumplemins or like toothpaste mm-hmm. kind of vibes. But I don't think it's like that. I think no, it's uh, it's a, like a good amount of peppermint and the peppermint's more on the back end. Yes. Like after you swallow. Mm-hmm. It is aroma. It's like aromatically mm-hmm. peppermint, but not Overly, nostril burning. Yeah. So I like, which I yeah, do enjoy subtle. peppermint. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Peppermint bark, I really enjoy this mm-hmm. time of year. Mm-hmm. Me too. And that's what, I kind of get a little bit of that vibe, because you get like the roasty, chocolatey stout, and then you get the peppermint in there. It's yeah. not like too much. Yeah, and it leaves just a lasting impression of like mm-hmm. that minty mouth feel, where it's like yeah. that cool sensation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to start brushing my teeth for this. <laughs> Interesting. Or just sw- swallowing some down, and I'm just going to stop brushing my teeth. Yeah, your teeth may end up the color of this nice stout <laughs> if you continue on that trend. Yeah, speaking of which, it is a dark, dark brown, uh, like black actually, with a very brown head. Oh wow, yeah, there's no light coming no. through. Completely opaque. So, when I poured mine, it was a little more aggressive and I got a pretty fluffy head of that tan, uh, really like thick, um, tight foam, um... But now it's dissipated to just uh, just like a just layer, a thin layer on top. Yeah, mine's even less so because we uh, used it as a photo for the for the gram, doing it for the gram. Oh yeah, why we throw in the gram? Because it is beer advent beer. Yeah. So we introduced the beer advent calendar last week. Um, we had what did we have that day? We had winter solstice. Yes, from, that was day that was one, the wasn't start it? Of yes, it. that was very. <clears throat> I very still have not drank that yet. Oh, Today's day seven. Well, to be How fair, are day seven? That doesn't make any sense. I know. Well, well, so it's the seventh day of December. Yeah, when we're recording this. Um, interesting. I think we've had so many different styles so far. I, I, yeah. I, I can't imagine they're going to find twenty-four unique styles, but I mean, all in some way winter themed so far, either mm-hmm. in, in flavor profile or in seasonality i guess or just can design you know yeah so what's interesting about that though um i was at wegman's last week and i really enjoyed their beer selection and i was actually very surprised at how many holiday style theme beers there were like probably an entire row was all holiday themed yeah, I mean, it, I feel like it's really... In styles. It's really gotten popular in the past few years. I feel like I've seen a lot more Christmas-style <clears throat> beers. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to all the Wegmans fans out there. I know they're a diehard crew. Weggies. Go to Weggies. Oh, love Wegmans. You sound like you're from western New York. But I'm not. I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I never had Wegmans out in uh, my, my neck of the woods in the Midwest. Yeah. I don't know if we had anything similar. I'm trying to recall. What's your high V similar to? Like a Harris Teeter? Uh, Publix? I would compare it more to, I guess, a Harris Teeter. The nice thing is, though, not only could we buy beer at Harris Teeter or at High V, you could also buy liquor. Ooh. One stop shop for all of your. And that's your state. Needs. Right? Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, see, in New York, you couldn't even buy wine in the grocery store. You could only buy beer. So you bought beer in the grocery store or like a beer store, wine and liquor at a liquor store. Same but, thing. But all the liquor stores. Pennsylvania. Yeah, all the liquor stores were privately owned, though. They weren't like state yeah. facilities. Did you have limitations on ABV at, at the store where you could buy? Mm-mm. Okay, so you could buy a, you know. Not that I knew of, anyway. Okay. Maybe you could. Maybe. I don't know. You gotta stock up. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I I like this beer. It is, I think it's in a weird way refreshing, but it's just in that minty refreshing way. Well, yeah, it's like minty refreshing. It's like a palate cleanser every drink almost. But it's also not really heavy or anything like that. Yeah, that's what I was going to comment on. It's not like, uh, mm -hmm. I could probably have something else after this. I don't really feel too full from having. It's not like a full stout where I'm like, I can feel you. I can only have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like kind of a mix between a dry Irish stout and a little bit heavy. Like, I don't know. It's still lighter body. Yeah. But it's got a lot of roast. And then it balances out with that refreshingness of the peppermint. I mean, I really like peppermint stuff anyway. But uh, some people are not as big of fans. I think you either like it or you dislike it. I don't think there's anything in between. <laughs> Like, oh, I kind of like peppermint. I don't, mm-mm. Yeah, you'd mentioned those little, like, peppermint mint candies. Mm-hmm. I, I like those a lot better than, like, say, a candy cane. That's oh, just really? my preference. I think it's because I can chew on the mints, and I prefer that texture to the hard candy mm-hmm. texture of, like, a candy cane. Yeah. I like candy canes because you can sharpen them to a point. <laughs> it's definitely. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. I never stab anybody with it, but it just like just the fact that you just sit there and kind of whittle away at it. I'm not sure I make mine last long enough for me to yeah. be able to. It requires some patience, too. Yeah. Some perseverance. As a side note, have you seen candy canes being made? <clears throat> Excuse me? Like, have you ever seen them, like, somebody making a candy cane? Mm-mm. Yeah, I watched a video the other day. It's... It's crazy. Because it's, what, it starts off as just, like, sugar water and like, or, like, fructose. Yeah, it's just, like, really hot sugar mix, and then mm-hmm. they, like, put Lost the coloring stretching. in. Yeah, and then it's basically, like, big globs, but then they just roll them down, and you're like, how do you get that perfect spiral in there? It's pretty impressive. It's yeah. like a craft. I love because it starts with, like, you know, wide pieces of the, the yeah, sugar, like basically. Two feet long and by, they, like, a foot wide. As they wide. stretch it and yeah. stretch it and stretch it, then it becomes these thin bands on the... Mm-hmm. Candy canes, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I could watch candy making for hours. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love watching things like that. How it's made. It's my jam. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you. Dude. There's not enough dude, love for dude, how it's made dude, out there. Dude, dude, dude. I the, love it. The original narrator, that guy's voice to me. Oh, yeah. So soothing. Yeah. Also, I really used to like the show on Food Network I'm with wrapped. Mark Summers. Yes. Mark Summers. Exactly. That's what that was like how it's made. But for food. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, nostalgic. Yeah. I don't know. Something about watching chocolate go down like a or like some sort of candy bar go down a conveyor belt being cascaded in chocolate. Oh, satisfying. Mm-mm. Mm. Whoa. Tasty. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we're certainly glad to have our co host Lauren back. Yep. Keeping things entertaining. Last yep. week we had to get by on our own and I'm sure the listeners will agree there was a a glaring hole in that episode. Yep. Yeah, it's like something was missing. Yep, we intentionally something. edited it in a five-minute pause. <laughs> so that way you could just be the void that was Lauren. We tried to wow. sing 
couldn't carry a tune, didn't have quite the uh, the range. Nope. And the exactly. lyrical ingenuity of Lauren, so. Yeah. Glad to have her back. We will not deprive our listeners again. Mm-mm. We know we, we talked a little bit about how my beer was the photo subject. Photo. And that's what we figured we'd talk about a little bit today is, is taking some photos of beers. What are some tips to make them look good? What are some uh, not tips to make them look bad? Mm. Uh, just kidding. But I feel like, you know, you scroll through Instagram, you check out the beer accounts, you'll see a wide array of photos. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see just some basic pictures of a glass of beer, a can of beer. I mean, even if you look at our Instagram, like we've yeah. got uh, just every gambit, you know, we'll, we'll do... Uh, Top downs, we'll do some side profiles, we'll have some props, we'll have some backgrounds in there. But I, I guess, what do you, what's a, what makes a good beer photo for you guys? Probably having a good camera. Okay, a good camera. That yes. does make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yes. I will say, um, up until <laughs> recently, uh, I didn't realize how much room I had my my phone camera had to grow until I upgraded my phone which was at that point I think a few years old um makes all the difference mm-hmm. having a high quality camera and granted some accounts probably actually have use DSLRs. digital camera mm-hmm. cameras that are not on their phones and they're you know have much better uh lenses but you know we do have a DSLR we could use but <laughs> we do it's a little more work to have to upload that mm-hmm. especially <clears throat> for socials it's actually really not it links wirelessly to your phone. I feel like That's the only excuse I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. Why aren't we doing that? Lauren, Sorry. step up the game. No, but I think our phone cameras do pretty well. Nowadays, yeah. phone yes. cameras are, I mean... Mine does not, but you yeah. guys have well, really... That's what, Yeah, I feel like cameras. my... That's what I feel like I can just use my phone and do it, but I'm, I'm hashtag Pixel Gang. Pixel Gang. I make everybody's uh, iMessages turn green. Yeah. I love it. Worst. It's beautiful. the worst. Lauren disliked... That oh, that is my favorite thing is when people are in group mm-hmm. messages and they say liked this. It's it's hilarious to watch it just do it and not actually do the little em- emphasis yes. thing. Uh, Beautiful. That's good though. I think the camera does play a huge part. And it seems like just a, a simple thing to say, but it, it makes all the difference, honestly. Oh, it really does. I mean, because you're talking about dynamic range of photos when you're taking beer pics like because you're unless you have a photo booth set up that you're using and you're just taking it in the same lighting the same thing every single time like having a a camera that has that adaptability and dynamic range is really right necessary you know yeah because yeah you you want to be able to take good photos in natural light if you want to do something outdoors Uh, maybe if it's a dim Mm -hmm. brewery setting where you're not getting a lot of uh, light coming in, so uh, I think that's really important to yeah the adaptability. Um, first thing I was thinking of that's also kind of simple in the grand scheme of things is um, obviously you want a good beer to take, but you want that beer to be in the right glassware and clean glassware yeah. because you don't want to oh. take a photo of a beer that's you don't want dirty glass yeah. and it and, and it shows especially with nice cameras you will pick up those details and those. Um, oh yeah, you don't want to end up on the nuances of dirty glasses and yeah, end up on the meme pages. You yeah. know, like we, there used to be like untapped WTF, but now there's yeah. he, he's recently switched accounts and uh, you know other well upsetting pints or something. Yeah. Uh, other beer accounts that like really just 
when you have a really dirty glass, it's so obvious. And when you know what it is, you're like cringing on the inside. So making sure you have a beer clean glass, which means, like we said in a previous episode, you don't want to see any little bubbles forming on the side of your glass because that means that there's dirt particles. Yep. So not a good sign. So clean glassware and putting it in a glass. Mm-hmm. Always always a good idea. It's always a good idea to rinse your glass before pouring the beer. Also, mm-hmm. just any kind of that... Any dust that might have settled in there while the glass was stored, get that rinsed out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think just and, and pouring the beer. I think all kind of encapsulating this is pouring the beer. We've talked about pouring yeah. beers a little bit too. Um, for a photo, I think you want to have a nice, appropriate level of head on your beer. Yeah, it just looks so much better. I think on camera. Now, not all beers are created equal, so not all will have the same level of. Um, head formation yeah. from a pour, but you don't want it. again. That can put you on a meme page if you've got a beer that's half foam and half mm-hmm. body. Oh so. yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys just did some tutorial videos about oh, how to yeah. pour a beer, didn't you? Yeah, that's yeah. True. Check out our Instagram <laughs> reels for some, yeah. for some real tricks on pouring beers. Uh, I mean, that's where I get all my advice and tips on how to properly pour beer. Yeah. Disclaimer, they're spoof videos. <laughs> uh, but some people uh, do take them very seriously, as we found out. I mean, yeah. there's people, I mean, we've had like these beers that have been sitting in our fridge for like probably a year. We just haven't gotten around to drinking and they're not any good anymore. So we we put creative uh, uses to them. But people are very upset when you pour beer in a goofy fashion or if you spill beer. Um, and you thought it would, I thought I thought they would be pretty obvious from the way that our videos were, but <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> yeah, I mean when you're pouring a beer and it's the foam is cascading over the glass instantly. I mean, that's a sign of somebody who doesn't have any intention of pouring the beer. Yeah, properly. I mean, or if you stab the beer with a knife <laughs> before pouring it into a glass, <laughs> then, then you might have a hint that you're not really oh, you're doing it the right way. Yeah. And if you use a viral TikTok sound, doesn't that also kind of... I feel like, yeah, that, that points you into the direction, yeah. but... You know, maybe we'll have to do a, a serious uh, yeah, yeah. beer pouring 101 video mm-hmm. or post a reel to our Instagram and we'll uh, we'll take it seriously for those that have been a little bit um, shaken up by the other reels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. But yeah, yeah. To your point, that was going to be my tip was make sure you have a nice head uh, on the beer. Um, and if you, uh, Lauren just decapitated herself <laughs> in, in motion, but, um, if you poured the beer a little while ago, or if it was kind of flat looking when you got it, one little trick is to use like a fork or a straw or something and kind of stir it up, whip it up. Or you can always use the swirl technique if you've got enough room in your glass, cause you agitating it is going to get that carbon dioxide out of solution and it will form up in bubbles. Nick just did it, and his yeah. looks nice. Because it just adds, one, a little contrast to the beer, but two, it also just shows the carbonation of it. Now, I mean, if you're drinking a still stout, or if you're drinking uh, a really low-carbonated beer, obviously you're not going to have that, but it makes it look nice. Yeah. What are the tips you got, Lauren? Um, lighting. Ooh, lighting. Good lighting. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Why do you want good lighting? One, so I can see the beer. Okay, you don't want to have the lights off. That's good. You <laughs> yeah. don't want to be in the dark. I mean, the quality of the photo would 
kind of be subpar if I was just taking it in the dark. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of cameras require high lighting scenarios yeah, in order to... I want an accurate photo. So if I'm really desiring to get a picture that fully captures the coloring and um, the foam and just everything about it, I want to make sure that I have adequate lighting so that I get a clear representation of what it is that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and plus lighting can play a little bit of a dynamic effect in the background. Um, you know, I'm just like scrolling on Instagram looking at things and there's a nice photo from Hotfly Brewing in Rocky Mount. They have a they're using like the light from the window. Yes. Put the beer in that and then there's like shadows around it. It's kind of a neat It's a nice photo. Neat photo. Yeah. They they do really really good photos at Hotfly. Their oh. foam runneth over. Yeah. Where are all the haters? Let me let me post a hate comment on there. <laughs> How to spill beer one-on-one. Wow. Can't believe you're a jerk spilling beer. Um, but anyway. Um, and that kind of goes yeah. into what I was going to mention next after lighting is um, using your surroundings and your background to your advantage. Yeah. Um, contrasting the color of the beer maybe with mm-hmm. um, a background that suits it. You don't want to have a, you know, a darker... <clears throat> lager or like a you know dark ale or you know a stout or something that's up against a darker background because you're not really seeing the true color of that beer you're not really going to get a good representation of it Mm-mm. um and i feel like if you're taking a photo i mean your intention is to really showcase um the beer and 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 be careful with your filters on your phone too yeah don't you want to have like it. filters that can enhance the photo quality but when you add too many filters then it's really it's misleading to the the true um, mm. you know SRM of that beer yeah the standard reference measure and I think part of picking your background is highlighting contrast between the surroundings and the beer I mean if I think about really good beer photos that I've seen so two accounts that I think have really good beer uh, photos that are are near us um, one is barrel culture in Durham yep. and uh, I guess I went in Raleigh as well but Durham, their original location, Barrel Culture Brewing, uh, amazing photos. And they use the technique of low light, high contrast uh, for their stuff. So, I mean, just scrolling through their account, they've got black backgrounds with dynamic lighting, just like really good looking stuff. And they also use some like little bit of props here and there. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, And then like Flying Machine, they get really good like action shots of like yes. crazy pours and stuff, but they also are, are really good at highlighting the contrast between the the beer and the subject. Like looking at this photo, it's like an extreme close up pouring a, a fruited sour that's like very red, and the background's like almost all white with like tones of silver. So the red really pops. Right. It's just a nice photo that really makes it like wow, that beer looks juicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then getting into props, I mean... And well, even the picture you posted today with the uh, peppermint stout, mm. getting some uh, some like-minded um, props for your photo with mm-hmm. the uh, the peppermint sticks or the mini candy canes. Yeah. Color. Anything really Christmas-themed, I think, goes mm-hmm. goes with it. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's sometimes hard to get inspiration, I think, um, especially if you take a lot of photos. We've taken hundreds over the last year. Yeah. And... When you're at home, you know, your your options are, you become limited, and so you have to kind of get creative, and so I think mm-hmm. that's where props can really take 
an otherwise familiar background and amp it up a little bit. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing. And like, use your lighting and what you've got around you. I mean, like, so I'm just like scrolling through our old photos. You know, actually, the first photo that we ever posted on our account—it's actually us. But it's kind of funny because we have like contrast because we're, I'm wearing a, a black shirt with white polka dots and you're wearing a white shirt with black polka dots and like, oops, I accidentally just liked your own photo. Uh, but then like after that, we have some eh, photos, but they get a little bit better as time goes on. Like this one looks good. It's a picture of Edmund's O cereal for dinner. Yeah. And there's like a lot of contrast with the beer and like good some lighting. dark. As background, some important. good lighting, uh, but not too much emphasis on the on the background. So, yeah, um, you yeah, you obviously don't want your background to be the, the star point. or the focal point for sure. Um, mm-hmm. More of an enhancement and kind of drawing the eyes in. Ultimately, the star of the to show highlight is the, it. Yeah. The so that's what there was a a post I saw the other day that I really liked. It was like. I don't know if they even intentionally did it, but they had a beer like sitting on a porch railing and there's the can next to it and the beer was like glowing with sunlight. But the way the photo was like the railing drew your eye to the beer and the beer itself being like glowing really made you like look at it and check it out. So I thought that that was cool. But uh, other things I've seen as actually like taking like beer selfies or having people in the, in the photo. Mm-hmm. I've seen like some uh, places recommend that and things just cause people tend to engage more when there's actually people that are subjects in the photo. That's something that we don't really do that much. Right. I mean, we're not like taking beer selfies or I mean, I'm sure nobody wants to see that anyway <laughs> or like photos of us with beers. Like everyone's on, we may have like one or two, but not usually Usually we just have the beer as the main subject of our account, so maybe yeah. that's something we could even try. I'm sure we could. Um, maybe we just need to have, uh, you know, a little more confidence in front of the camera and yeah. not be uh, shy. Yeah, we got to get Lauren to whip out the DSLR <clears throat> and uh, mm-hmm. photograph us. Yeah. That's what one thing I like about traveling to different breweries or tap rooms, having beer with them. Um, because then you get the opportunity to use their facilities and their mm-hmm. um, scenery. Yeah, their ambiance to your advantage in taking photos. Because, um, like I said, it's it gets kind of mundane after a while when you're at home taking pictures and oh yeah, trying to find new places in your home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. New backgrounds to make up. Um, but no, I think uh, you should enjoy it. The process. Mm-hmm. I I certainly wasn't big into taking pictures of beer until. A year ago when we started doing the blog doing the blog and the socials and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of socials myself personally, so um, Yeah. If I look at my phone camera at any given point, it's about ninety percent beer. At this yeah, point. that's really what mine is. It's like beer and dogs. Yeah, I was and then like my personal like Instagram account hasn't had anything since like twenty nineteen posted <laughs> on it. So <laughs> not active at all. Um one other thing you can do, and I've seen some accounts do to create like really good contrast, is they'll use photo boxes or like portable photo booths where the, it'll yeah. be like a bright white background, but then they'll actually have like good lighting. Like it's almost like a mini studio, but for your beer. It's very interesting. Yeah, I do like those too, and I've been tempted to buy a, a photo box or a photo cube. Yeah, because you can get them off Amazon, and they're not like 
crazy expensive yeah. or anything. I think they do a really one? good job of. Are you gonna buy one? Accentuating yeah. it. Yeah, Lauren, put on your uh, your wish list for Christmas. Mm. Yeah, there you go. So if you, we can set up a little booth. We can get the DSLR and the tripod, and uh, you know, slap up a little beer photo s- studio. Yeah, I mean, it's really what we're trying to do, right? Is uh, <laughs> tell the story of beer, whether mm-hmm. it's through once a upon a time <laughs> there was a beer, or through oral storytelling, <laughs> or th- yeah, Ooh, interesting. Yeah, through photography as well. What and through That's podcasting storytelling. Visual photos. Oh yeah, no, I was saying it was another method. Well, you were, you were the storyteller. You were saying once upon a time, so that's why I said that. Once upon a time, there was a girl who enjoyed fermented water. (laughs) 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 Fermented water. You've been watching too many Netflix Christmas movies. Oh yes, they're all British. Nicholas, young Nicholas went to journey through the land of elves. Elfland. Elf. Elfhelm. Elf that was Helm, the one that yes, you were watching Elf last Helm. night. What was the name of that movie? A Boy Called Christmas. It was on Netflix. It was cute. I enjoyed it. And then, so Joe made fun of me. And then he he sat down on the bed and he got into it. And then it was time for us to like shower and do something. He's like, oh, but now I'm... Now I want to find out what happened. <laughs> well, initially I walk in and like they call this kid Nicholas. And he's got a red Santa hat that he like... I'm I thought like, his name was Christmas. I'm like... Oh, this kid is St. Nicholas. He this is this is Santa Claus right here and she's like, I don't know and then what happened in the end of the movie? Boom. Yeah, Santa Claus. That's why I detest watching movies sometimes with him because he's like, "Well, this is what's gonna happen. And this is this is how this is gonna play out." I'm like, well, "Let's just watch it." Sorry that I can tell the future. Keep it to yourself, sir. Oh, it's something, something I do hate is when like movies are just very incongruous with reality. Yes, and he'll be the first to be like, "This is not even realistic. This wouldn't even happen." But. <sighs> Movie games. I mean, I mean, there's an entire, there's an entire. It's not like it's not world to say, for that. Yeah, I mean, there's it's people recording movie goofs and and, and people yeah. do that. I think he also so, hates yeah. when people are getting attacked and they don't fight back. Uh, we talked about this before on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Yes, again. But, yeah, no. <laughs> Reiterating. I mean, no. I mean, movies about like you know science fiction or things that are improbable or impossible like yeah. i won't call that out because it's obvious like they're introducing like a concept like magic it's but if, sci-fi. Like, but if they do something like that's just blatantly dumb it just drives me crazy like yeah basically every terribly made um horror film yeah i mean they make the worst decisions mm-hmm. and there's no Don't reason ever stop running <laughs> keep running just keep running like, don't stop. Like, five feet. Uh, oh, is he still following me? <laughs> yes, he's still following you. Keep going. Did you kill him? No. Run. If there's any chance yeah. that you could be stabbed through, like, a small <laughs> hole that you're looking through, don't do that either. Oh, gosh, that hurts my don't, eyes. Don't, uh, that hurts your eyes? Yeah, because I can just see, like, peeping through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got really off topic. Yeah, we did. <laughs> well, we? but no, but yeah, just movie. Goofy. Yeah, yeah, movie. Well, I guess these holiday anyway. movies that come out right now, these like straight to Netflix, straight to Hallmark, anything straight to whatever, yeah, what, straight to anything. They're all kind of a dime a dozen. You can kind of yeah, same. It's not, you're not really same plot. You're not really a, uh, the rich businesswoman engaged to a guy who's not really that interested or paying attention to her. Goes to the small town, falls in love with a blue collar guy. Who isn't looking for a relationship, but he's trying to salvage his 
uh, dead grandmother's goat milking business. Uh, and then, like, they they fall in love and he helps her, re- like, rehab a, a bed and breakfast. And then they live happily ever after. Boom. Done. Yeah, and the, and the, the rich city business yeah. girl, she has to get her hands dirty and milk a goat for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it goes like, terrible. <laughs> she dresses all cute with her, like, overalls and... Yeah. You know. Yep, and then the fiance flies in and is like, Babe, why'd you come home? Me and the boys, we're gonna go bought some football. And then they're like, uh, No, I don't want to. And, they get, and then they break up and they find that... But it's not like a horrible breakup. It's like, well, maybe we are together. And yeah. Then, and then they... Yep. They always make that like wrap up so cleanly. Mm-hmm. They're just like, Oh, well, you know, um, good luck to you. Like, it was great. Yeah. And part ways as if like... Oh hey, you weren't just about to marry this guy, and now all of a sudden, yeah. it's like, oh no, I'm cool. Yeah, Lauren, you're not even defending these these films. Well, because she knows you're right. <sighs> I know my words are useless. What defense do you have? Never stopped you before. <laughs> Sometimes you just really want to watch a cheesy movie. Just it gives you the film. feels. Gives you all the feels, like yeah. just turning on the fire, having a nice cup of cocoa, <laughs> snuggling <laughs> under a blanket, and just watching a gentle, light-hearted film, uh, and escaping from reality. Whimsical. Yes. Whimsical. Sometimes you just need that, Joseph. Yeah, I yes. feel like that. I liked uh, Ted Lasso was a feel-good show. Ah, uh, that was really cute. I really enjoyed. But I heard Ted it's Lasso. like well written and oh, it's like it it's witty yeah. and but it like in the end it's like. Oh, oh! Whenever you know, at the end of the sode. Uh, any other tips for taking photos of beers? We got very off topic, but I think that that kind of wraps wraps up for us. I think so. One good camera, two good lighting, three proper glassware and a clean glass, four good head on the beer, good pouring out, five good background, uh, six maybe some props. And then mm-hmm. I, I guess we could say seven, use some contrast to highlight the beer. Introduce and people into it. Eight, introduce people. So there we go. Eight yeah. tips for taking better beer Just photos. like we said in the beginning, it was going to be eight tips. <laughs> yeah. Here's... We totally had that planned out. Eight tips. Yeah. I, I mean, really, I think the overall message that we could all agree on is that you should have some kind of an intention to what your beer pictures trying to do yeah yeah <laughs> weird weird sentences right there weird we got weird uh, sentences you get the gist you get the gist so well you know guys i think it's time for elsie's pick of the week elsie's <laughs> pick of the week here do my own sound effects again it just wasn't the same last week i mean we had our pseudo elsie's pick of the week yeah we we had like, oh, she's failing at opening the bottle. Can she do it? Well, oh my gosh, she spilled beer on the recorder. Did I? Oh gosh, I did. Wow, Elsie spilled some beer on the microphone with that one. Uh, after that, well, we know it's in a bottle, so I guess we got to close our eyes now. That beer cracking was so close, you could almost that, get wet. Yeah, that <laughs> bottle blasting on that one. I'm going to use a makeshift uh, blindfold here with a blanket. I'm going to use my hoodie hood. Your hoodie hood? Hoodie hood! <laughs> Actually, this works very well. I'm like Batman right now. Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. 
I'm basically Batman without the eye holes. <laughs> I'm Batman without the eye holes. Is this how Batman's going to look on March 4th? Would you say you're blind as a bat? I am as blind as a bat. <laughs> I guess it is. How come the... Okay, so... Wouldn't it have been better if... You know the comic book hero Daredevil who was blind? Yeah. What if he was Batman? Yeah. That they could have merged those two background stories. Together. Because he's like literally blind, but he he is Batman. Yeah. Batman. Yeah, and he can like still some... What's his power to be able to see? I don't, I don't remember. Batman. Can he see? He like see. can like hear... And see or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. But anyway, the beer in hand. Here we go. What are you smelling? Hmm. Um. Definitely yeah. grainy. If I stick my nose deep within the beer, I'm getting some like caramel malt. I'm gonna say did, I was gonna ask if you smelled caramel if that was just me because yeah. Interesting. So I'm curious if with that smell, it's not too strong. Otherwise, I mean, the aroma's kind of on the yeah. It plays kind of sweet for me. Mm-hmm. It's like a sweet caramel malt. Takes me back to the extract brewing days when you'd have like that caramel malt extract or, or that you know you get a lot of that smell flavor when you take a little taste of malt extract, which is not that great by the way. <laughs> I'm gonna go in. I'm going in. I'm going in. Oh, wow. Interesting. That same kind of flavor. It's not very carbonated. It's almost kind of flattish. <clears throat> it has some carbonation, but not mm-hmm. a ton. What are you picking up on flavors, Lauren? I'm curious. I know what it is, so. Oh. That's, she could lead us with those, I yeah. suppose. Um, yeah, kind of thin. Light to slightly medium bodied. Mm-hmm. Not too crisp. Sugary, um, sweet though. Yeah. I get uh, like a lot of residual malt sugar in this. Just a very heavy malt flavor. Huh. Yeah, I, I almost want to say that I get kind of like a chocolate and caramel malt. It's interesting though, like, like it's, it's almost like a candy. A this is throwing me for a loop. Definitely one of those beers that when you drink it, I, I can already tell after a few sips, it's gonna kind of like coat and stain your teeth yeah. and a little bit. It kind of runs sure. in like a a Mertzen that's not as dry, you know, like as it should be. Like I feel like it's just got a lot of residual sugar. Hanging out in there. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Is there like a little fruity, maybe? I don't know. I opened my eyes. I kind of forgot. I just wanted to look at oh, it. Oh, yeah. Let's look at it. Wow, it's dark. Oh, uh, and some suspended particles of mine, at least. Particulate matter? Let's see if we can determine if it's... Oh, yeah. Mine's got particles, too. Some yeast or... Uh... But it almost, it doesn't even look that much like yeast. The smell is kind of familiar. Kind of getting like a weird vibe of like, you ever have like black raspberry ice cream? 
Yeah, but I I guess I could almost say like chocolate cherries. Like I guess like kind of another sweet well, raspberry and cherry are different, but yeah. It's interesting. Now that I've seen it and now I'm taking another smell, I kind of get a, a chocolate-covered cherry vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. It's it's like a little bit fruity. It's like, I think the sweetness is what threw me off in the malt there, too. Because combined, it's initially like a, almost like you're drinking just like sweet wort that's not been fermented. But now as I, I can get dip my nose a little deeper in the glass... I'm getting a little bit more berry-esque kind of a thing, which is interesting because it's a, it's like a stout. Hmm. But hmm. well, it's pretty good. Um, maybe a little sweet. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like a dessert beer for sure. Yeah, I think it'd pair well with a nice pie. Hmm. Or some pound cake. Pound cake. <laughs> Pound of sugar, mm. pound of butter, pound of flour, pound of What's the other pound in your face. What's the other pound? Pound of eggs. <laughs> pound of you eggs. typically don't measure eggs in pounds. I do. I don't know about you. So what do you, what is your mm. takeaway of what style this is? I think it's a, a, a stout that has some sort of fruit or berry or something. What about you, Nicholas? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say porter. Okay. Ooh, porter. That's but a good I, guess too, though. But I'm also gonna. I just have to say that it's gonna be hard for me to, you know, specifically guess. No, you have to okay. guess the exact beer, I'm, the exact style, everything. I'm gonna guess it's a porter <laughs> that has some kind of nod to, like, chocolate covered cherries. So it's okay. Gonna go there. Well, Nick, you are pretty on the money. Um, minus minus the cherries. Oh, shit. Oh. So this is a porter. Okay. Um, this is actually Yingling's Hershey. It's the Hershey's. Porter. Wait, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so I wonder why I was getting like berry. I don't, I don't know. know. I got no berry on any of anything. <laughs> and Yingling having the. You know, now that my glass is empty and I just smell it, it kind of smells like yeah. Hershey's chocolate. Yeah, excuses, excuses. So I had, I actually had this for the first time. You did not check it in. I didn't. Because I, I knew, I this was not something that you, neither of you had checked because in. Because I actually got it at a bar and I wasn't sure that I could rely on the quality of it. But I did think then that it was a little more of like a... A bitter dark chocolate taste, whereas now it was sweeter tasting. For I me. wonder if we're getting some yeast character because we had particulate matter floating in it, and that's what surprised me is that Yingling had yeast, some yeast in the, yeah. in the bottle. I did not have any in my glass. Both of our glasses first? had, yeah. Uh, not, uh, not, maybe the, I did. Probably I, settled for because I mean, glasses. if we did have significant mm-hmm. yeast, that could add some some yeah. estery. I, no, I was. I did like that. Um, I, it's I good, wanted yeah. to try it for a while just because of the novelty of it, kind of. But it's funny how just knowing what something is, like your smell, because now that I smell the empty glass, it literally smells like a Hershey's chocolate bar. And maybe that's just the weird way I was getting fruit. Stick your nose even farther than the glass, Joe. I'm gonna put it the new glass in my nose. Is there any more of that? 
What's funny is, um, every time we pass by Yingling, it's always at very inopportune times, so we can never do a tasting there. Yeah. It's usually yeah. like 8 o'clock in the morning or, you know, at 1 in the morning when we're on our way upstate, so... 8 a.m. Upstate. <laughs> upstate? Yeah. Upstate New York. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that's it's pretty sweet. It's uh, it's, it's good. It's a I'm dessert a little, beer for yeah. sure. I'm a little encouraged. You know, after last week, we still were kind of on the struggle bus. And yeah. now we're, we're getting back. Yeah. I just don't know where I got fruit from. I, I mean, I did too, so. But now it just smells like straight up Hershey bar. It's yeah. just, I guess it's putting the, that's the, one of the difficulties, is like associating a memory hmm. with a flavor. Yeah, so Nick, great job. Thank you, great Lauren. Job, Joe. You don't have to say that. Needs improvement. <laughs> Jones, or Joe, see me after class. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what did you guys uh, learn today? Nick, why don't you lead us off? Um, I learned that we could really up our photo game if we're willing to take some risk with maybe adding um, some live some action shots, if you will. Ooh, action um, shots. Maybe adding more of a personal touch, introducing ourselves a little more into the uh, the, uh, the social and... sphere. I think maybe we're a little bit too behind the scenes <laughs> with mm-hmm. some of our work, and maybe we can just branch out a little bit. Yeah. Or would you face like... with a name? Yeah. I've learned I need to take more selfies and post them to the account. Okay. <laughs> Not really. Okay, interesting. Honestly, your, po- your photo the other day, or it was a week or two ago when you guys were in Raleigh. Um, Raleigh? It was, most, oh, it was just LBC. Lauren with a beer. I mean, not just Lauren with a beer, but that got a lot of attention. Yeah, People it did. like oh. Lauren holding a beer. People like pictures of girls holding beers. And her, it was her monogram, too. I volunteers tribute. Okay. I'll we'll just right. take pictures of you. Can we make sure that like I look decent? And Deesh. like presentable. Sure. Alright, so we won't take any photos of Lauren then. Yep. <laughs> Joe yeah. really enjoys oh, that oh. not even nice. Joe really enjoys taking very unattractive photos of me for That's my pastime. Literally. He just likes to have access to them. He's like, but I want to look back at this. I'm like, why? That's terrible. Yeah, and then he sends them to me so I've got <gasps> you know, collateral in case I need you to do? I need I need leverage sometimes Sometimes. Like, just kidding. Just just the one times. where uh, you were eating something important, Portland. Oh yeah, there's a good chomping down or something. Oh yeah, anything that I'm eating, no one should ever take a photo of me while I'm eating. Yeah, you are a messy eater. Yeah, I wouldn't like that either for myself. Yeah, so. it's not a good look for yeah. me. What'd you learn, Joe? Oh, I think I learned that uh, my nose is a little fruity. <laughs> Picking up those flavors that are that aren't there, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I learned the same. Is is maybe we need to focus on upgrading our photo game here. Upgrade, upgrade. <laughs> like Toucan Sam says, follow your nose. Follow your nose. And he was Fruit Loops, so yes, he was. He knows a thing about fruit. Uh, so <laughs> with that, I guess that wraps up episode number thirteen of Secondary Fermentation, presented by East Carolina Beer and Brewing. Remember to check us out on social media, Instagram at East Carolina Beer, uh, Twitter at East Beer, Facebook at East Carolina Beer and Brewing, or check out our website, EastCarolinaBeerAndBrewing.com. If you feel like you want to email us, we are East Carolina Beer at Gmail. 
dot com. No one feels that they need to email you. I know they don't, but just thought I'd throw it out there in case anybody's like, I feel like writing a nice letter. And if you want to give us a call, my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so be sure to, to like us, to follow us weekly. Uh, Thursday releases and make sure you give us a five star rating and write a nice little review on there. If you write a review, maybe we'll even read it on the podcast. I'd love to. I'd love to. Lauren would love to. Animated and creative voice. Yes. Characterization. You ready? All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.